Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Built on Passion podcast. Today, we sit down with Jeremy Lux to talk about Lumen Collect, a lifestyle apparel brand that gives 20% of its revenue to nonprofits. We talk about how that affects his advertising and why he thinks it's so important to give back and run a company with a strong purpose. Hey, Jeremy, thanks so much for hopping on with me today. To get started, could you just give me a little bit of background about you and just kind of help us to understand where you're coming from? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, for having me today. I'm kind of excited. We were talking before, you know, usually I'm on the other end of the podcast, so it's it's weird being in this seat. But so I guess kind of the, the story of Illumin kind of starts, you know, with the story of, of myself, basically. So I grew up in, in Virginia, currently in Springfield, uh, Missouri area right now. But I, I grew up riding BMX bikes as a kid that never really got into team sports, that kind of stuff. And I just found a lot of, I guess, freedom that came along with that from, you know, hanging out with friends and that kind of stuff. And then I, I kind of got more serious into it and started to travel a lot. And and that ended up uh, me working at Camp Woodward um, in Pennsylvania, which is a huge action sports camp. Every It started off as a gymnast and a cheerleading camp and skateboarding and BMX and all that kind of stuff. But so as I, um, as I started working there, there's people from all over the country that go there. There's people from all all over the world that go there. So I went, I went there as a kid. And then, you know, through my college years, I, I ended up working there. And with that, you know, obviously a lot of different adventures that was kind of always part of the, you know, hand in hand with BMX and riding different friendships. And like I said, meeting people from all over the world. So after college, you know, I, I was able to, you know, go out to Australia for a month and visit out with my friends there and do do some other traveling kind of later down the road with my with my wife. And, well, yeah, my wife now. So I've only had one wife, as I say, wife now, but <laughs> we actually met at that camp. But anyways, and so I kind of always, you know, t- to me, there's always kind of like a stigma, I guess, of of what BMX and skateboarding is and that kind of stuff like, oh, those, those ratty kids or whatever. But there's, I guess, having those different experiences kind of opened up my eyes to what the, the sport does or you know the different opportunities that come with it with travel meeting different people kind of experiencing different cultures in that kind of sense so so you know as, as I kind of had had these different adventures my wife and I you know traveled across Europe for some time uh, went to Ireland and and some other different places like that um, before we we had our, our three kids now so that that time is a little limited now but it really made me want to figure out how to how to share kind of that same passion that same experience with others that I got and kind of the fulfillment that I got from it, not necessarily just with BMX specifically, but kind of the outdoors in general, whether that's hiking or skateboarding or surfing or rock climbing or just kind of anything, any kind of those kind of different activities. So so that's really kind of where the idea for Illumin initially came from, was just a way for me to try to figure out as I you know got older to stay kind of involved within kind of that that atmosphere, that, that ecosystem, if you will. And then you know, obviously, you know, create a business out of it so I can support, you know, my family and kind of, you know, do my own thing in that regard. But at the same time, that was when I was doing research because I wanted to figure out how to have like a charitable aspect to it. Really before doing that research, I didn't know, obviously, you know, nonprofits that clean up trash and, you know, those kinds of things, you know, help, help keep the environment clean. But I didn't really know about the different organizations that offered rock climbing and fishing and whitewater rafting programs for, you know, individuals with seeing impairments or, you know, in wheelchairs or, 
you know, just even at risk youth that can't necessarily afford or whatever to experience these different things. And so that's kind of when I try to merge, I guess, that that passion that I had growing up and that lifestyle that I had growing up while also supporting organizations that were trying to do the same thing. But obviously, you know, they have a specific mission and, and goal and kind of a vision of, of how to scale that. So, I mean, I, I can go into to deeper details on any of those adventures or, or more into that, but I'll take a break now and, and see if you have any follow ups with that. Yeah, that's awesome. There's a, there's definitely a lot to unpack there. But I, I will say before we j- get too far in here, I do want to tell our listeners that you have a podcast called Life in Motion, and probably a lot of that stemming from all that adventure that you talked about just then. So you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit more about your podcast real quick uh, before we get into talking about Illumin? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, it, and it kind of does go with the whole the brand as well as kind of the reasons that we started it because, you know, Illumin is a brand with the products and the give back, but also I think an important piece of that is building that community by sharing these different stories. So really, it's it's just kind of we do um, weekly episodes uploaded um, every Tuesday morning, they go live, but it's you know, we interview everybody from individuals that have traveled to 15 different countries and seen different things, people that have just quit their job or whatever, figure out how to how to work from home. And and they go on these six month adventures or, you know, hike the Appalachian Trail, kind of everything, you know, within that realm. And then a big part of it, too, is sharing the stories of those nonprofits and the individuals that work with those nonprofits. So, you know, kind of going into the specifics of what kind of programs they are offering, how how they're making that impact. And then, you know, the the eat the the goal of each episode is kind of to inspire adventure in that sense where, hey, you know what? I was thinking about this trip. There's no way I'm ever going to be able to do that. Then you hear someone else's story of like, well, it sounds like, you know, they were in a much tougher situation than I was and they figured out how to do it. Or maybe it's, you know, somebody in a different state that's like, hey, you know, there's there's a I think there's a need here for, you know, these different activities for these type of individuals. It seems like they have a pretty good framework. Like, how can I kind of replicate that and bring that to my community? So I'm kind of helping. So that's kind of the idea of it is kind of just share those stories um, around that lifestyle within the kind of the different um, avenues and like ultimately inspire somebody to go out and try something new or or learn something new or look at something through a through a different perspective. Yeah, that's awesome. How can people find your podcast? So it uh, it's just Life in Motion. The the two biggest places is on you know Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, there's also a link on our website where we have the the two most recent episodes um, on there, and then there's links to the to the other ones as well. Actually, so we're next month at the end of next month will actually be our hundredth episode. So there's quite a lot to to kind of go through. So oh, awesome! Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's, that's a lot of recording when I, when I sit back and think about it. <laughs> we can appreciate that over here. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and get started talking about the Lumen Collect. I saw an article from 2017 that said that you were working at a screen printing shop when you first started out. How was all? How did all that work out? And yeah, 2017, like I said, that's that's kind of when it all officially launched in that. So but yeah, I, I moved. So I moved out here, as I mentioned, kind of everything in my life can be attributed to kind of that lifestyle and everything like that. So I met my wife at that camp. And that was right after I graduated, graduated college. She was originally from Springfield. She dragged me out here. Uh, and I don't regret that at all. But <laughs> that's, that's how that worked. But um, <laughs> so yeah, no, when I got out here, you know, I started working at a, a screen printing shop after, you know, trying to get my feet wet. And figure out you know what I was going to do, and there's a local one here uh, called the Cracker Jack Shack, and it's Sandy's the owner, and I don't know, we hit it off in that sense. And um, I wasn't necessarily doing the screen printing myself; I was more on the sales side, you know, doing a lot of client wear, school wear, that kind of stuff, you know. So, so I was kind of working with that, but it it definitely helped out a lot, kind of starting things because 
she was a resource one, you know, she had a successful business and she was super helpful with offering advice, helping me with printing, obviously those kinds of things to kind of get off. So it was definitely a good way to kind of, you know, start off the brand. Just, I happened to also work at a screen printing shop that, you know, knew what they were doing in that regard. So that's awesome. So they do your printing when you first started out? Yeah. So, so they did our printing then and they still do uh, a majority, a majority of it now. So we still have a good relationship. I, I think it's been probably two or three years since I've, I, I left them, but um, like I said, we still have a great, great working relationship in that regard. And, you know, it's, it's always a uh, fun to pop in over there and, you know, see what's going on. It's just like, like I never left. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, that's kind of like the perfect place to start. If you're trying to get started with like an apparel brand like you've got here. Yeah, for sure. And so then I know you mentioned also that you have a big nonprofit aspect to everything that you do. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, so as I mentioned, kind of how we learned about the nonprofits is really through the podcast and, and finding different uh, nonprofits to interview and that kind of stuff. And then the kind of next step of that, it, it's kind of had a couple of different iterations over since the beginning. It always started with that as the the sole mission of the company or, or a big part of that com- of the company, but it kind of changed kind of the format of what that partnership looked like. So over the last couple of years, transitioned to calling it the community collection, and it's basically where we'll partner with with that nonprofit. We'll create a design and collaboration with them, and we will basically we'll, we'll choose each month or one month out of the year specifically for them. So we'll promote that specific collaboration for that month. And then 20% of all online sales um, for that month go back to to them. You know, we're helping obviously raise funds for them, but also at oh, the wow. same time, help raise awareness for them as well. You know, obviously through advertising and, and showing the promotion to date, I think it's around 23,698. I think I always get the last three numbers kind of switched around, but it's, it's, uh, it's very close to 24,000 that we've been able to donate so far since we started. Um, and like I said, the format has kind of been different each each year, uh, switch it up a little bit this year. But I'm pretty excited about that. And, you know, especially because a lot of this or not a lot of this is this whole uh, idea has been bootstrapped. So, you know, obviously got to do what I can with the resources that I have. So, yeah, 20 percent is a huge chunk. I don't think if you own an e-commerce business, I think you can probably appreciate <laughs> how big of a chunk that is. But for, you know, the general consumer, they might think, oh, it's just 20 percent. But th- I mean, 20 percent, that's a huge portion of your margins that must make it kind of hard to run traditional advertising. Yes, that is. I mean, if you look at at any other brand or big well-known brand that has that give back aspect, you know, that percentage is much lower or it's part of their profits, a percentage of their profits, not just the total revenue. So yes, to that point, especially coming from directly from the revenue, obviously that I mean, that is a big a big chunk there. And it does make cash flow Oh, definitely hard, hard in that state. My thing is starting up with not a lot of capital in the first place. And but having that mission, if we're being honest right now, you know, not if it was, you know, a percentage based off of profits or smaller amount, the impact would be the donations wouldn't hardly be there at this point. So kind of I, I started with this ambitious goal to fulfill that mission with the idea of kind of grow into it where it makes sense as a business, if that makes sense. So kind of starting focusing on that first and growing it into what it should be, if that makes sense, rather than the other way around, which might be probably sounds backwards to a lot of people. But <laughs> so far, it's, it's kind of working. So, you know, <laughs> 
Everyone go buy a couple t-shirts from Illumin Collect. Get some of that donation money going out. Maybe we can get them to $25,000. Hey, there we go. Um, yeah, based on that, so like what kind of advertising is working for you right now? I mean, if you've donated $20,000 or over $20,000, then something must be working because I mean, that's from a, such a low margin, it, it must be hard to get the word out. So what, what's working for you right now? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we have a couple different channels, you could say, you know, there's obviously just the regular organic posting, which, you know, if you're if you're a business owner, you know, that doesn't get much um, from Facebook anymore as far as, you know, reaching people for free. But that's I mean, that's kind of also where so there's that part of it. And then, you know, there's the podcast, which is also turned into a blog. So obviously, you know, whoever we're interviewing or the guest or whatnot, they're going to share it with their audience and so on and so forth. Um, So that helps kind of raise that awareness for free, essentially. And even the same with the community collection themselves, you know, obviously, we're, we're promoting it organically on our on our social stuff, but so is the nonprofit that we're doing. So there's that cross promotion. So I think like from that point, obviously cost effective, you know, that that's a really good kind of strategy that's been working as far as kind of uh, looking at it that way. So that so that's kind of one channel, then, you know, Facebook and Instagram uh, advertising is another one. Once again, if, if you're a, a business owner, uh, you know how how big of an impact the the iOS changed uh, or change happened last June uh, to to ad spend on that. Honestly, that that is a big driver. But you know, since June, that's been kind of a big challenge that we're trying to face and try to figure out how to get that back on track to, to where it was. And even before that, it wasn't quite where it should be. So there's still a lot of testing and stuff, but it makes it a lot harder yeah. to to do it with that change. And so there's that. And then uh, email, email marketing as well. Really, we don't, you know, obviously there's different flows and that kind of stuff, but primarily as the content that we share out is, you know, one monthly newsletter that kind of gives, you know, a recap of who the nonprofit partner was last month, you know, how much we donated, kind of the type of impact they made, and then who's on deck for this month. So just kind of those general updates. We also update each every Tuesday with a new uh, podcast episode and that kind of stuff kind of working that that audience and kind of nurturing them in that way and kind of, you know, bu- build the community as well so that they understand what Illumin is about, you know, that it's that it's more than just a t-shirt or a hoodie or whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, those those are kind of the main forms of prom- online promotion and that stuff. How do you guys source your designs? I know you mentioned that you will team up with a nonprofit. Are you a designer? I'm not a designer. I like to think I have I can give good art direction, I will say. Mm-hmm. Some might disagree with me, but uh so so That's usually kind of how it works. There's a couple of freelance artists that that we work with. So like for the collections, for example, you know, we'll send out a sheet, kind of a form for them to fill out and kind of get an idea of okay, this is what we'd like to focus on, you know, for this specific, you know, text or this specific activity or kind of just a general idea direction from from the nonprofit partner. And then from there, I kind of I look at that and kind of see, you know, what I see or, you know, see what I gather from that and then try to come up with an idea, whether that be, you know, a super rough sketch or, or whatnot and pulls different inspiration off um, offline. And then kind of from there, we, we pass it on to the, the graphic designers and they kind of pull pull all those ideas together with their talents that are much better than mine. So awesome. Yeah, I know we we've done a number of T-shirt designs and it's always always a lot of back and forth to get stuff right. Yes, for sure. What advice would you give someone that wanted to start kind of like a lifestyle apparel business just like this? Learn patience. I think, you know, this is going into 2000 or, or 2017. This is going into year five, technically for us. And also keep in mind when I say us, for the most part, it's me and I have some other people that help me, but I don't have any full-time employees or anything like that. But I just always use us. But anyways, mm-hmm. there's, it's learning to be patient and 
be smart and try not to be get too hung up on things. I mean, if there's a day that you have zero sales online, you're like, well, well, this this kind of sucks because you have these other expenses going out and then you're trying to figure out, okay, well, if this continues to do that, mm-hmm. then where am I get the money to continue to advertise? Because you can't have one without the other, but obviously you need to figure out how to make the advertising more effective. So there's just kind of that, that constant sh- internal struggle, I feel like, that it, it's just, it's really hard to kind of find that balance. And I think the only way, the only thing that's kind of kept me from not going crazy or just ditching it altogether is honestly the passion and believing in actually what, what we're doing and know that it it is going to be something, you know, bigger the vision that I see, but it's just going to take time and just having that that patience and, and taking those those different iterations. And I can't think of anything specific off of the top of my head. But if anybody would like to reach out after hearing this, um, some specific questions, but I know, you know, from the from the beginning, it was more of a, a hobby. And then it, it kind of slowly evolved into something that's that's more full time. And over those, I mean, I always look back, I was like, man, why didn't I think of this when I first started, like things would have been so much better. But that's just part of the learning process. You know, if you're starting from scratch with, you know, without too much guidance as well. But yeah, like I said, I think that the biggest thing is is the the patience and and the passion to be in it the right way. Because if if things aren't going as you expect, as quickly as you expect, or as hope, it's gonna be really hard to to get through that if you're not patient and patient and if you don't have the the passion behind um, you know, the the mission of of your company itself. There's got to be more behind it than money because when those $0 days come in, it does not feel good. No, it does not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So before we wrap this up, I want to give you a chance to kind of plug your company and tell people how to find you. Yeah, for sure. So you can uh, check us out online at alumincollect.com. And that's I-L-L-U-M-I-N-E. C-O-L-L-E-C-T dot com. On there is, is all our, our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. And that's all just at Illumin Collect as well. Like I said, the podcast, you can check out either uh, Life on Life in Motion on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or there's a link on the website as well, um, as well as some more information about the community collection stuff and the and the specific non nonprofit partners as well. So, and as I mentioned before, if there's any, any questions or anybody out there that is starting a business or thinking about starting a business and you know, have, have some specific questions. You know, I'm not going to say I'm the, the know all at all, but definitely happy to, to offer some advice. Um, if there's anything that, you know, that I can recall that I wish I would have done, you know, four years ago to their specific situation. So feel free to uh, shoot us a DM or whatnot on Instagram or Facebook. And, uh, you know, I'll make sure I get back to you. So awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy. It was great talking to you today. Yeah, thank you. And I appreciate the time and the opportunity to kind of share what's going on with the Lumen. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Built on Passion podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are still listening right now, you need to leave a review. Like seriously, if you are committed enough to listen to the outro, then you must be a fan and we would love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to share this episode with a friend who's thinking about starting a passion project business. And as always, tune in next week for another episode.